And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. All right. Welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show. Always helping you win in any marketplace. We'd love to be that consumer advocate for you here, help you avoid a lot of the commission-based advice and kind of bring you into that local real estate market, that uh, real estate credit, finance, estate and tax planning, uh, regional economic development. Lots of cool things here on today's show. Uh, we got a great lineup for you. Brandon Faust in the house, Mold Solutions uh, USA. we got Jared Paul. Parker back as well, Regional Economic Consultant Group. Uh, he's out of uh, Tallahassee. He's got some cool stuff going on uh, from an economic standpoint. And Dr. Genevieve Dobson in the house, student loan expert. Going to talk about all things student loan management uh, with her as well. Uh, plus, a feel-good story of the day. We've got a feel-good story coming from you. Uh, out of Phoenix, got a gas station owner in Phoenix, sells gas for 50 cents cheaper than what he buys it for to help customers out. So there's a feel-good story uh, coming up for you on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, follow us online. We'd love to connect with you at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram, Twitter, Gitter, Facebook, all the pages out there. And of course, you can email us directly, brimes at kw.com. B R I M E S at kw.com. Any questions you have, uh, connections that you'd like to be made, uh, we can put you in touch with our 80 different categories, consumer advocate uh, content and advice uh, through our expert contributor panel. Uh, we've got attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, all types of great uh, home service providers, roofing companies, all types of great companies. Companies, consumerqb.com, consumerqb.com. And we'd love to feature our real estate listings live on air, help our sellers profit more and sell faster. As you know, we're a top 100 ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay. We help our sellers profit more uh, by featuring them in ways, our listings, uh, in ways that other real estate companies don't. 2803 Safe Harbor Drive in Tampa. This is a million-dollar listing of ours. Beautiful property. This is an executive-style home, over 5,000-square-feet home right here in Tampa Bay. Gated community, corner lot location, pool home at 2803. Safe Harbor Drive in Tampa, $1.159 million, 5,253 square feet, five baths, threefold, got two halves, got a gorgeous estate style home here, granite countertops, new appliances, pool, heated spa, large fenced in corner lot, and a large master suite, and the spiral staircase, as well as a uh, you got an elevator built in as well. 2803 Safe Harbor Drive in Tampa, one of our executive style listings here in beautiful Tampa Bay. All right, we got property in Pasco County as well. 27641 Lincoln Place in Wesley Chapel. This one's an estate style home as well. $739,000 here in Wesley Chapel. And it is on 3.24 acres. Gorgeous property here. You got four bedrooms, four baths. Uh, we got an air-conditioned three-car garage as well as a butler's bar, service area, screened-in pool and lanai, minutes from the Grove, Tampa Premium Outlets, and Wiregrass Mall, 27641 Lincoln Place, Wesley Chapel. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. 
All right, let's jump right into it. We got Dr. Genevieve Dobson back in studio. Degrees of success. Welcome back. Hi, thank you. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Always bringing a a wealth of information around the student loan uh, area and and debt forgiveness, consolidation, and even credit repair. Right, right. It's been crazy too, right? So it's been a year of a lot of changes and we got a lot of stuff that's still going through the pipeline right now. Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest news is, uh, you know, uh, Biden talking about, uh, you know, wiping out debt for for the I guess it's up to ten thousand dollars for people right yeah so I mean obviously we would like more um, but ten thousand dollars is a good start and I think it's very um, reasonable to do so because a lot of these uh, borrowers if you'll notice many times they've already paid the debt like three times over with so much interest accrual and mm. and the way that they capitalize it and all of this fraudulent activity with all of these different uh, servicing companies and so because of this we recognize that these people really do deserve some mm-hmm. level of forgiveness yeah yeah so it's pretty pretty big deal and uh, we won't hear probably until the end of the summer whether that ten thousand is going to go through or not but fingers are still crossed for most of us yeah, well, it's interesting. You know, you you had mentioned, I believe, some of the companies was was it Navient? Navient. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so some of these companies got caught up in some pretty big uh, schemes and scams, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. So Navient, which uh, used to be Sally Mae, they're still kind of all the same company. Um, you know, they've been Sally Mae has been sued so many times. They kind of switched to Navient. Um, now they switched to Advantage, so don't be fooled as if they've gone away. They haven't. Wow. Uh, if you go on the website, it looks exactly the same. Um, but what's happened is that there was a lot of, um, of, of of backstabbing between them and the schools, and they basically went in and said, hey, like if you let us be the main servicing company for these federal loans, we're going to go ahead and fund some of these private loans to people that don't even qualify. They don't yeah. have enough income. Their credit's not good. But we're going to go ahead and do that because we know we're going to make money off of the federal loans, which are backed by the Department of Education. And so we found that a lot of the what Navian was doing is they weren't telling people what options were the best option on purpose mm. um, because it was bringing them more revenue. Um, it was ah. more, you know, so commission based yeah. advice. Well, basically, so it's like, well, why would I tell you that? That you could qualify for this through the government or get forgiveness right. because then there goes my my the money that I'm making off of servicing your account. Right. And so they did get hit with a one point seven billion dollar um, lawsuit, which isn't doesn't even like touch the amount of money that they've made off of this. It's just a slap in the face, wow. honestly. Um, but they're not the only one. I mean, don't think for a second that the other servicing companies weren't doing the same thing. And so now, like right now, even with the public service programs that have been in place for over, gosh, what, 10, since 2007, so however long that's been, even with that being in place, we're still looking at 9 million people that we know wow. qualify for forgiveness right now. Like their wow. loan should be completely written off but because there's been so much confusion about who can qualify and who doesn't these people haven't even filled out the paperwork but the government knows that they exist so they know like hey there's nine million people that qualify they just got to get their documentation completed yeah and that's where my company comes in because a i understand that it's complicated it doesn't make sense you don't even know what you're supposed to do right we just got somebody forgiveness just like a month ago Mm -hmm. um you know so we're doing it all of the time where it's like they don't want to do the paperwork on their own which i understand they don't know what to say to the government or what they're supposed to complete. Yeah, how to um, navigate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're talking 9 million people, minimum $37,000 in loan per person. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of, and that's minimum. So most of my clients are in the $100,000 range. 
range. Wow. So imagine that times 9 million. Yeah. So we're talking with Dr. Genevieve Dobson here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Rimes, and, and we've interviewed uh, Dr. Dobson here uh, several times over the last six, eight months or so. And, and you know, this is a situation where, uh, you know, it's, it's a great example of people, you know, you don't know what you don't know. It's exactly. and, and especially people sometimes uh, with these, these student loans, you, you get into this mindset of, ah, well, I'll just pay it or I'll just defer it, whatever it might be. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing the wrong thing, you could potentially be digging yourself a deeper, deeper hole. Absolutely. I have a friend of mine, which I'm not gonna call her out come on uh, do it call her out no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. but she didn't sign up for my services yet it's okay i love her anyway but <laughs> the problem is is that i warned her that she has interest that has been accruing so during this whole covid time frame yeah federal direct student loans have had zero interest and zero payments right well there was a lot of people that are like my age or close to it where they might have had older loans which were called ffelp loans well in order to get those to qualify for zero interest there are some steps that need to be taken she's already accumulated over a thousand dollars in just interest by not making that adjustment right and there's a lot of millions of people in that boat as well where it's like you have all this interest that's accruing that could have been zero because you you fail to act wow Uh, and that's a big deal so there's a lot of things that people really need to be doing between consolidation options completing the right paperwork for public service forgiveness there's also we see now with like itt and everest university corinthian colleges Mm -hmm. those people are getting cancellation because the schools were fraudulent Wow. Um, but there's still documentation that has to be completed. What to do you get mean it. the schools were fraudulent? Just the degree program wasn't it's, accredited. Or uh, no, not even that. They were blatantly lying. Wow. Um. So they were telling. So you would come in and say, "Hey, I want to get an education." They're like, "Oh yeah, you know, you're gonna do great. We're, we got job placement. Here's our job placement numbers. The job placement numbers were a lie." Yeah. Um. I have a client right now. Jeez. He was sitting in class when the FBI came in and shut his school down <laughs> because wow. of literally fraudulently getting students to come in and enroll for these programs that were worth nothing really worth nothing but the classes were costing more than usf or you know any public university yeah and then you walk away and you have a certification or whatever but you're not really getting true job placement they were using people that already had jobs as their job placement numbers are we going to have a a leonardo dicaprio (laughs) remake of the wolf of wall street for the student loan industry and they should because trust me i know and you don't hear about a lot of this because it's very kind of hush us yeah. but i know what's i've been in the industry for 16 years i know everything that has happened so yeah. a lot of fraudulent so they have to go back and and cancel the these loans because literally people were defaulting on loans wow. their tax return was being garnished their credits being completely destroyed yeah for going to these universities or, or colleges or whatever they want to call them that were not providing the true education that they claim to be providing. Well, let's make a let's make a call to action out there. If, if anybody listening, you know, maybe it's your your son, your nephew, your niece, your somebody that you know of that that's in this position. You just don't know what you don't know. Uh, reach out to the hotline 813-917-1894. You can just text student loan uh, to our hotline 813-917-1894. B rhymes at kw.com. Just submit a quick email or something. Just say hey, student loan info. I heard Dr. Genevieve Dobson. 
on your show today. And and these are these are great reasons why. I mean, if you if you're accumulating this debt, you're you're pushing the boat. You know, you're you're kind of rowing the boat across the road or across the river there, and you've got little holes that you're not plugging, and you're just right. slowly sinking. Yeah. And you think you're doing the right thing, but you're exactly. probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so a lot of a lot of wow. Uh, FBI comes in in class, and the yeah. guy's sitting there, and and, just... the, and they're still fighting us when canceling his loans. Wow. And I'm like, but the FBI, sh-. like, it's not like he wasn't in class. It wasn't like he did anything wrong. Literally, his school got shut down. Yeah. And Jeez. we still got to fill out paperwork after paperwork to get his loans discharged. Wow. Well, yeah. at least the FBI was seemed, uh, seemingly were doing something they were supposed to do there right. instead of some of this other clandestine stuff uh, that's going right. on, uh, you know, with, with all these other things. But uh, so Dr. Genevieve Dobson here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. Now, on the flip side of this, too, you help people with credit because this, yes. can, this can mangle people's credit, force them into Absolutely. a rental situation. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I feel bad for the people that were in a rental situation in one of the best uh, buying markets, uh, you know, real estate markets. You know, hey, great time to invest in real estate. Right. We saw the appreciation. Right. But when people have bad credit, they're stuck right. in that one. They have one option. It's rent. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely help with that. Um, so we help to to increase the credit score by 100 points. Uh, we help with managing all of their debt, including the student loans. And one of the things that we do as well, which I, I actually have two clients that I'm working on right now. A lot of times when you're trying to buy a house because of your debt to income ratio, your DTI, with the student loans, it can be harder. Now, FHA made it a little bit easier this year by driving dropping uh, their calculation to 0.5% of the balance. So they're basically calculating that's what your payment's going to be, 0.5% of what your balance is. But I can generally get it even lower. So I had a client that just signed up. Her FHA showed that her payments were going to be $477 a month. I showed her payment being 130 Nice. Big difference. So now her DTI goes down and her ability to buy a larger house, you know, something that's going to yeah. fit her family it increases. So that's, that's really important. Absolutely. Because, yeah. I mean, with student loan debt, it can definitely deter you from all types of um, things that you want to buy, whether it's car or house or whatever the case may be. So it's important to manage that correctly. Yeah, it sure. really is. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. A lot of things to consider, uh, you know, the student loan debt. And, you know, we've kind of debated before, too, about, you know, what, uh, what the, you know, what, what type of loans or what type of loans should people be going? What kind of degree plans? You know, nursing. Right. Uh, we got Jared Parker coming up, regional economic consultant. We were talking prior to the show, you know, just about the, the staff uh, shortages and, and home health and nurses. And, you know, so if you're going to pick a degree plan, if you're a parent and you're a mentor and you're saying, hey, look, if you're going to go to school and study something that doesn't matter, you know, criminology, communications, whatever, not not to pick on those particular, but, you know, pick something that matters. Go to right. go to be, become an attorney, be, become an engineer, uh, a nurse, uh, something that really, you know, is going to impact society. Because right. if not, you're, you're, you're spending money on an education right. and you're looking for jobs that maybe don't exist or outdated. Right. And nurses qualify for public service loan forgiveness there you go yeah That's great. which is really big and a lot of times they're they're literally sitting on that money right now they they should most of them should be getting that right now but again they don't know how to right but very big i mean if you're going to go to school for nursing i mean why not get the loans forgiven right yeah, yeah absolutely and yeah. there's a lot of good things you know hey what about a trade school what about you right. know going and, and becoming a, a plumber electrician yeah. uh so much in demand i right. mean pool absolutely. companies contractors uh you know i'm in the real estate industry of course and you know when i talk to people about making a small repair or getting something taken care of getting something looked at they're like man you know how bad these contractors are booked uh, up and yeah. backed out yeah it's horrible 
So you talk about a you know blue collar, you know right. working with your hands and, and creating your own business, starting a company. Man, mm-hmm. there's a lot of opportunity in that space absolutely. too. Absolutely, I agree, 100 percent for yeah. sure. Getting back to the trades and yeah. you know, there's probably loan programs for that too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. There's yeah. definitely different loan programs depending on what school you go to. And um, now loans are a little harder for trade schools. Um, generally, you have to look for more private loan yeah. options versus federal um, because most trade schools have a hard time getting federal funding. Yeah. But at the end of the day, most trade schools are going to be, um, you know, more affordable. So you don't have to borrow as much. And then you can still come out making, you know, $100,000 a year easy. Yeah. You know, in that my business partner for one of my other businesses, he just bought this huge mansion um, up in the Maryland area. And I was just there uh, last weekend. And he's having the hardest time, like you just mentioned, getting contractors to come in. Right. They did a horrible job on his gorgeous bathroom. He had to, you know get rid of them, get new people in, you yep. know, it's just this constant turn of money. And I mean, and literally just for him to just do a little bit in the basement was $50,000 just for like yeah. one room. Yeah. So everything costs more than inflation's exactly. up. Uh, info Is that the website? Yep. Yep. studentloanmanagement.info Dr. Genevieve Dobson, Degrees of Success also you can see her on our website consumerqb.com Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Appreciate I you appreciate coming it. in. Of course. All right, taking a quick break coming back with a special guest. we got Jared Parker in the house Regional Economic Consulting Group uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back This is Warwick Dunn and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894 online at consumerqb.com Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. Any of our listeners out there, we'll offer you a 2% listing for the first three callers that reach out to the hotline, 813-917-1894. Call or text the hotline, 813-917-1894. Also, a great opportunity for folks out there looking for a part-time gig, maybe a side hustle, is Keller Williams Real Estate School, powered by Kaplan. Reach out if you'd like more information on how we have a free real estate school for you, online class, get licensed, and start referring business in, or maybe make a new career. 813-917-1894, consumerqb.com for our syndicated radio and TV show on 80 outlets worldwide, consumerqb.com, or our real estate website at platinummvpteam.kw.com. That's platinummvpteam.kw.com. Com. And please follow us online at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram, Twitter, Gitter, and check out our YouTube channel, Brandon Rhymes Realty. Make it a great day. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at cleaningcommandosllc.com or call 813-750-0550. 813-750-0550. Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. 
Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rimes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back here. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. Uh, we got Jared Parker in the house, regional economic consultant. Uh, he's an economist here uh, in the state of Florida, does a lot of work up in Tallahassee. Is that right, Jared? That's correct. Yeah, up in Tallahassee. Give us a little, just kind of an overview, kind of remind our, our uh, audience of, of what you do and, and what you've been up to. So we are economic consultants. We specialize in regional uh, economic impact analysis. So I typically we break our business down between economic development where we work with the cities and the towns to figure out best use of certain properties and what that impact would mean to the local economies. And then we also look at policy in a broader sense. We look at specific laws and specific pieces of legislation that's going through the process, and we try to put a price tag on that. So legislators can look at it and say, is this a good investment or not for mm. the state of Florida? Oh, wow. So to try to quantitate uh, different different types of things. Do you have an example of anything going on right now or something recent? Yeah. Cur- currently, last year, last session, so this would be the early session of 2022, we did a project for the independent colleges and universities of Florida where we looked at a sector-wide analysis of 30 schools, schools that included places like University of Tampa, University of Miami, Stetson, Embry-Riddle, Rollins. We looked at their total economic impact to the state, and we found that they had some, they had something on order of $16.5 billion that they brought in new output created each year because they brought in students from out of state yeah. that came in here, moved here, made purchases locally, bought food locally, uh, rented apartments, and then paid the schools and tuitions. And, you know, the system takes all that money that's coming in out of state, and it just sprinkles it through the economy right. and creates a larger economy. In the right. Economy. So, yeah. yeah, so that that's one of the projects we're working on now. We're, last session, they were looking for increase, or they were looking to maintain funding, and unfortunately, politics being what it is, their funding decreased by about 30%. So mm-hmm. this upcoming session, we're trying to work on a counteroffensive where we can go in and analyze how well these students are doing and how they stack up compared to the state university public school system. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I imagine some of the assumptions made in that is just, you know, so some of the assumptions could have been a little bit skewed this way, a little bit skewed that way. Right. Like, oh, how, yeah. so how do you, you kind of fine tune that over, yeah. over time? Yeah. We have to, we have to approach it on different angles. So we yeah. look at things like, you know, how many students are online out of state that are also a part of the school system. Well, right. you want to kick those students out because they aren't much of an impact. And the same thing with the local students that are from Florida, living in Florida. They're going to eat either way. They're going to live either way. So their spending on those pieces don't quite matter. Right. But then you do have the out-of-state students that move here locally specifically for that school. That's yep. now spending money that otherwise would Cut daddy's credit card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Going down to Hyde Park in the evenings probably. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and all that all that ripples to the economy and yeah. it makes a major impact and of course at the end of the day the legislature is happy because those are more taxes that are being paid by educated students that now have high-paying jobs yeah 
Yeah, it's interesting. So uh, we had talked a little bit about uh, the uh, you know nursing shortage in, in the state of Florida and you know how that's impacting. I know some of the folks that have home health care businesses, uh, people running assisted living facilities, or even just hospitals in general. Uh, can you elaborate uh, elaborate what you've seen on that side? Yeah. So we've the nursing shortage is major shortage right now. You know, you're seeing through the COVID lockdowns, a lot of these hospitals had to uh, reduce their staff because they couldn't do op- optional surgeries. And when that happened, the they re- again, they reduced their staff. As the economy started picking up, as the lockdown started opening back up, the hiring didn't happen as quickly. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, some of the hospitals at the last minute were stuck needing employees. Right. And when they did that, they went the traveling nurse program. The traveling nurse program is much more expensive than a typical in-house nurse. Yeah. And the budgets for these hospitals is not nearly as flexible as a typical business. And that's because the hospital's funding comes from things like Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah. And it's very it's it's an inflexible. It's very inflexible. Yeah. So when they go out and they spend a hundred dollars for a single nurse, in the old days before COVID, that they could have gotten two or three nurses for that same rate. Right. And now we're kind of stuck. So one of the things my company's proposed to the industry is to go in there and figure out what exactly the nurse gap is mm. and how many nurses are we missing? What kind of investment would that take to boost that supply? And hopefully, you know, because when prices on nurses go up, that normally means it's a tight supply. So if we can go in there and quantify those numbers, then the industry can come back and, you know, better strategically plan how to address the shortage going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe even uh, incentivize, uh, you know, on the, on the front end to get get more nurses into those degree program, mm-hmm. programs and, and, you know, potentially, you know, in, increase that number and, and bring the demand down yeah. a little bit uh, from that. So, yeah, more with Jared Parker coming up, Regional Economic Consulting Group here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Plus, uh, we got a feel-good story of the day coming at you. Gas station owner in Phoenix sells gas 50 cents cheaper than what he buys it for to help customers. Feel-good story of the day coming We'll be right back. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813 917 1894. 
And we're back. Brandon Rimes, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. Shout out to Veteran Gutters. Uh, Brandon Porter and his team over at Veteran Gutters, longtime friends of the program. American-made product. He's served our great country. He's a veteran. Uh, support his company, if you would. Uh, veteran Gutters, Brandon Porter, uh, for all of your residential and commercial uh, gutters. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on those special offers and incentives uh, just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, we've got a couple of hot listings here in Tampa Bay. We like to feature our listings live on air. 141 Highland Avenue. This is a beautiful property in Dunedin, Florida. Get a 1,000-square-foot home, completely renovated, remodeled, beautiful home here in Dunedin. you got the walkability of Dunedin uh, close to the intercoastal waterways, close to downtown, close to the ballpark there where the Blue Jays uh, play their spring training baseball. 141 Highland Avenue. Avenue in Dunedin, three bedrooms, one bath, and just a great opportunity. You got a beautiful property here with uh, the majestic oaks in the backyard, sitting area, fire pit, just a beautiful property here. A great opportunity in Tampa Bay. Also, Taking you down to South Tampa, Palmacia, Hyde Park area, 1605 South Georgia Avenue, $797,000. Got a list price uh, just under $800,000 at 1605 South Georgia Avenue in Tampa. This is a Hyde Park property, beautiful home, and it is almost 1,500 square feet, three bedrooms, two bath. Hyde Park area, Palmacia, you walk and bike and jog over to Bayshore and uh, enjoy dinner down there. Walkability down at Howard Avenue, Restaurant District, Plant High School District as well for the uh, kids going to school. Great opportunity, 1605 South Georgia Avenue in Tampa. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. You can also buy some dirt, too. we got a lot of vacant land listings out there available for sale as well. Lots of uh, land, uh, commercial, vacant lots available. PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, we got Jared Parker in the house. He's an economist here locally uh, in Tampa Bay doing a lot of work uh, out of Tallahassee, but also locally down in Bradenton. Got some stuff going on uh, in the uh, general development side as well. Yeah, so the city of Bradenton approached us a couple months ago about looking at a way to pick the best use of a, a piece of property that they want to sell. So right now we're develop, developing them a model to compare all the developer offers and figure out which one's going to benefit the most in jobs, which one's going to create, create the most economic activity, and which is going to pay the highest in tax revenue. So, yeah, so. that's interesting. So that really what it comes down to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What's yeah, the there's... return? What's the highest and best use? You hear that term thrown out. What, is, what does that really mean, Jared, highest and best use? It, it depends. Depends on who you are, It right? depends who you are and what you're looking for. Are you looking for jobs? Are you looking for economic activity? Are you looking for uh, tax revenue? Right. And what we kind of do is we, we display all of those elements, and we kind of break it down. We sit there and say, okay, what are all the possibilities that could go into this piece of land. Right. And we look at things like apartments. We look at things like condos. We look at commercial retail, commercial non-retail. Yeah. And hotels. And then from that, we create a calculator, effectively. Yeah. And they can look at that calculator, and they can sit there and say, well, you know, I've got 10% of it being dedicated to a hotel. I've got 40% to condos, and I've got the rest going to retail, non-retail. Yeah. And they can just take that, and that gives them the best that, – that, that gives them the most practical return based on the offers in front of them. Yeah, and then from there they can deduce what is best used to them. Yeah, so they they take a look at that and they deduce it down. Now it, it seems like to me, like especially you know for certain, some of these um, you know high traffic areas, you got your your mixed use on the bottom. You got your retail, maybe get a Staples, uh, get a couple you know uh, staple uh, anchors uh, in there as far as you know major name stores, and then maybe some uh, apartments up top type of thing. You get some rentals, kind of a mix, and then maybe over here you have a little bit of fee simple people yeah. actually owning the condo, owning the townhome. Uh, you know, mix it up. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, from the city standpoint, there's a couple different things they look for. If, if you're a condo, all you're going to be doing is paying property tax, which could be a significant amount of revenue. But right. on the flip side, if you're a retail location, you could be running a lot of revenue through that operation. You could be paying a lot of local option sales tax. Yeah. And the landlord's going to be paying your property tax, too. And the value of that piece of property is probably pretty close to what the value, if they were all condos, would be. Right. So it's it's just a couple different pieces that they, they can consider and they need to consider and be flexible with when it comes to picking what, what they want and what they don't want. Yeah. I, I sat down with a gentleman yesterday at a um, Panera Bread, and he's a retired doctor. He's got a corner lot location, I-75, kind of one of those little exit ramps. He's got about uh, 13 acres right there. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, he was posing these questions to me. I was like, man, I should call Jared up. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what's, what's the highest and best use, yeah. right? I mean, that yeah. we had that similar conversation. What could you do here? What would we do? Uh, we're going to be listing it at right around $4.5 million. But those are the types of deals that I'm seeing, you know, as well. And yeah. that's interesting because, you know, as, as a, a retired doctor, he's, you know, he was a OBGYN and he knows, you know, that business. But this yeah. is a completely <laughs> different thing. It's like, hey, you know, what do we do? Because, again, everybody's looking to maximize their dollar right. uh, within reason, of course, and trying to be a good steward of the community. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's that's the decision, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, we try to boil it down and make it as simple to analyze for the client. And again, we can do this for the city. We can also do this for the developer. And if a developer is going to make a proposal to a city, yeah. you know, you can approach us and we can sit there and say, okay, this is what your proposal means to the city. Yeah. These are the elements that they're looking at and that they care about. And hopefully, you know, that, that could help the developer. So you contract with those types of organizations. You take like an upfront fee or something along mm-hmm. those lines. You get paid for your, your expertise in, in yeah. putting together these studies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we develop internal models and, over time, you know, as we train them and we tweak them and we develop them, they are able to – we can apply them to just about anywhere in the state. Really. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, just kind of switch gears here. Talk a little bit about affordable housing. I, you know, I've tried to do some stuff with uh, Mr. Jack Mariano up in Pasco County, the commissioner there, and, you know, got kind of friendly relationships here and there with, uh, you know – politics uh, folks in politics and you know it just seems like a tough area man to get yep. to get the right property the right fit uh, and then of course cost of everything going up oh, absolutely. even the container homes i mean it's just unbelievable the cost of things yeah so we that was another area we worked in a year or two ago looking at the affordable housing trust fund where counties get uh, effectively can take advantage of a trust fund out of tallahassee called the sadowski trust fund and it's about Two hundred and fifty million that gets allocated to it, but the revenue sources that go into this fund come up to four hundred million, and mm. that's a way for the counties to offer cheap, low interest, no interest loans that are easy to forgive right. for people to go in, especially um, elderly, to go in and be able to make repairs on their home or make down payments on a new home. Yeah, and uh, anyhow, the the market right now is just so difficult, and I think a lot of the impact that we're seeing is a lot of stuff that's holdovers from the two thousand eight recession, right? Where you know, builders just quit building because yep. nobody was buying and credit was tight. And then you had my generation, the millennials coming in, and they didn't initially buy. And now all of a sudden, population population is growing. You've got migration coming into the state, yep. and millennials are buying. Yeah. And the uh, convergence of those different um, economic phenomena is just is driving prices up. Yeah. And it's making affordable housing a major crisis in the state. 
It really is. Yeah, it's tough, man. I see it, you know, especially, you know, my heart goes out to those middle income earners, those blue collar workers, those uh, paramedics, fire, EMS, you know, the deputies, the sheriffs, you know, that my heart goes out to those folks. It's just a challenging time, you know, making the the type of income they make to be able to find an affordable home in the area they want to be in without having this huge commute. Uh, It's a tough time, man. Tough time for people. Uh, Jared, that's about our time for today. Uh, How do you want people to engage with you? You got social media, you got website. We have our websites, regionaleconomicconsulting.com. On there, you contact us, and there's a little form you can fill out if you're interested in using our services, and we'll contact you. RegionalEconomicConsulting.com. Correct. Jared Parker. All right, my friend. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Good knowledge. Great great information. Thank you. All right, we're taking a quick break. Coming back with Brandon Faust, Mold Solutions USA. Mold Solutions USA. Uh, we're going to talk with Brandon. Plus, we got our feel-good story of the day. Find out about this gas station owner that says, hey, I'm selling gas for 50 cents cheaper. I don't care. I'm doing it because I want to help my customers. I love that story. Our feel-good story of the day coming up. We'll be right back here at Consumer Quarterback Show. ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, in studio with Martin Grammatica, Automatica Grammatica, that is, uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Super Bowl winner, Lifeguard Imaging, lifeguardimaging.com, saving lives through early detection. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Yes, that's what we're doing at Lifeguard Imaging. You come in asymptomatic, and that's what we do. You're being proactive. You're coming in. We do a scan from the neck to the pelvis. It's a full-body scan. It's a 3D image of every organ, and that's where 90% of the deadliest cancers are in our mid-region, so we can see everything but for your listeners we have a real good special we have a 599 value absolutely complimentary they can come in for a coronary artery scan which will give you their calcium score 100 complimentary for your people very cool hey take them up on that offer 813-917-1894 call or text complimentary scan 813-917-1894 and check them out online lifeguardimaging.com Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, or ConsumerQB. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. My wife, Lindsay, and I on a top 100-ranked real estate team. 
uh, 2.1 billion in sales last year out of our three offices, over 6,000 transactions, helping you win in any marketplace. Certified negotiation expert, published author, uh, professional speaker, and uh, we'd love to help you if you're buying, selling, or investing. We feature our listings live on air, uh, just like this property we've got at 4436 Keys Avenue in Spring Hill. Uh, this is a great opportunity. Buyers uh, looking for uh, owners looking for buyers here at 4436 Keys Avenue in Spring Hill. Beautiful property, uh, great investment opportunity uh, here in beautiful Tampa Bay. All right, 4220 West Pearl Avenue, South Tampa. We've got a commercial property. This is a acre of land, South Tampa. If you've got a business uh, that you're looking to relocate, contractor business, great opportunity here at uh, 4220 West Pearl Avenue, 1,200-square-foot building, got mixed-use, 0.6-acre lot, corner lot with ample parking, centrally located in South Tampa. Great opportunity to relocate your contractor or other business. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Here's our feel-good story of the day. Gas station owner in Phoenix, Arizona, says it's worth it to offer cheaper gas than he's buying it for, even though he's losing hundreds of dollars per day. Uh, Jay Jas Singh, who owns a gas station on the corner of Osborne Road and 20th Street, selling gas from his supplier. He's getting it from the supplier at five sixty-six a gallon, but he's selling it for five nineteen a gallon. That's about forty-seven cents cheaper. And when customers are coming and buying about thousands per day, he said he's losing it on around five hundred dollars a day. But he said it's worth it. He said to give my customers a break and my community uh people don't have the money right now and he said his mother and father told him and taught him when he was young that if you have something to share it with other people singh and his wife are working to offset the losses they're feeling at the pump and he's quoted as saying god gave me help it doesn't matter we're not here to make money right now i'm very happy to help the other people awesome story feel good story of the day and uh, i just love those stories uh welcoming in uh brandon faust mold solutions usa Good to be back, Brandon. Good to see you. Yeah, man. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. I like all the branding. Looks great, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming along. Um, you know, it's been an interesting um, last eight months with the new company. Yeah. And um, but we're we're really taking what we knew um, from the other company that I was with, and you know, all the experience with that, and then just taking it up to a whole other level. Yeah. Um, you know, mold remediation is one of these things where. Um, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all type of scenario. Right. Um, and, you know, there's – you have people that are mold-sensitive and mold-toxic on one extreme that don't detox the same way that others do. And then you have people that really are just looking almost for peace of mind more than anything else. And they're just trying to be proactive to make sure that they don't wind up with a situation uh, to begin with. So yeah. and there's all kinds of stages in between. You know? Yeah, and you've had you've shared some some success stories over the years. You know, just folks have have challenges with mold, people having health issues, not understanding where the actual origination of the of the uh, you know the toxins are coming from. And you've gone in there with your equipment, your machines, and been able to really help change some lives. Oh yeah, there was one guy that I <clears throat> you know ran into, and um, you know he saw what I was wearing, and he said, you know, I, I'm suspicious that I might have mold in you know where I'm living. And he was a, um, you know, professional golfer, right? And um, has done a lot of stuff on the, um, you know, pro golf circuit and trained mm-hmm. a lot of guys. So I got into his place and he told me about the remediation project that he had done in the bathroom. Mm. And that's where pretty much all the attention had been focused. But when I got into looking around, I started to see that there was growth on all kinds of stuff mm. that he wasn't really looking at as mold. 
Because most yeah. people, when they think mold, all they think of is, you know, black mold. And that's pretty much what they're looking for, something that comes from <clears throat> a water intrusion issue. Right. Where he actually had a humidity issue. He liked to keep it hot. And he kept his AC at, you know, 82, 83. And, um, you know, if mold, mold will start growing at 60% humidity. Wow. So, of course, here in Tampa Bay, we're at like 70% on average. So, if you're not using your AC um, to cool off your home and to pull water out of the air, you're going to wind up with a mold bloom. And that's exactly what happened is he pretty much had it everywhere. And this guy had pretty much was debilitated. The type of things that he was enjoying, uh, going out golfing, um, you know, riding screen plays, all kinds of stuff. He was no longer able to do those. Yeah. Th- he wasn't able to do those wow. things. Wow, so he kept his, his thermostat at 83 degrees or 82, something? 82, I think it 82? was. He wow. just, you know, he just wasn't thinking with it. He was from yeah. the West Coast and, right. you know, um, we keep the windows open. Yep. Right? If you're from, you know, if you're not from Tampa or yeah. from Florida, you're like, okay, I'll keep the windows open, fresh breeze, but they're not really thinking with mold. Yeah. You know, when it starts getting humid in We're the home. tropical, man. Yeah. This is a tropical area. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he, he actually had mold growing all throughout the place. So yeah. we went in there. And this is the case where doing a whole home sanitization or fogging is actually the right thing to do. Yeah. Because, you know, fogging alone um, is not always workable. You know, mm-hmm. you have companies out there that are promoting demolition-free mold remediation or they're promoting uh just fogging as kind of the end-all be-all and it's just it's not in most cases it's not the right way to go right yeah but in some cases where it's a humidity bloom or mold bloom then you could go in there and do a whole home fogging whole home sanitization and we basically atomize you know a particular product that's non non-toxic it's pet friendly uh kid friendly that it doesn't leave a residue but if there's mold spores that are airborne or mold that is on the surface, it's not coming from like a water intrusion issue. Yeah, it will get it will get rid of a good portion of that. Yeah, you know? we're talking with Brandon uh, Faust here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, MoldSolutionsUSA.com, MoldSolutionsUSA.com. And uh, if you have any questions or want an introduction, reach out to the hotline. We'd love to put you in touch. Eight one three nine one seven eighteen ninety four. Just call or text that hotline. Uh, we'll put you in touch with Brandon and his team. Get that uh, consult. Come over and you know take a look. He's got some great uh, you know equipment that can screen for you. Uh, B Rhymes at kw.com. If you want to submit a quick email, B R I M E S at kw w.com and uh brandon yeah so you know i remember one of the first interviews we had years ago uh where it was a big church you had this big church oh, yeah. and it was man this the, the spore count was just amazingly high right it was outrageous so yeah. it, you know we started um so i went in there and there was growth everything it had basically been shut down due to covid right? yeah and so it had been like over a month since they had any sort of congregation or may, maybe it was even longer maybe it was six weeks or something so they go in and <clears throat> there was mold on the pews on even their electrical equipment, on the Bibles, everything. Visible. Ev- everywhere. Ugh. It was everywhere. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, doing a whole tear out on, um, you know, something of that size, of a church that size. And they obviously didn't have the economics to, to deal with doing a whole tear out. It's just not really feasible. Now, when you say tear out, you mean literally like just pull everything Remove out, everything all out. All the pews, all the. Everything. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, I mean. So that's, that's not what you ended up doing. No, because economics-wise, it wasn't the right way to do it. And honestly, this is one of those situations where doing the fogging right. was the workable solution. So, right. But it wasn't just the fogging. 
um, because we ended up doing the, you know, HEPA vacuuming and the full wipe down and all of our guys were in PPE. So now, it was HEPA, more than HEPA is what? high efficiency particulate air filter. Okay. So there's no AF, but it's HEPA, you know, yep. HEPA vacuuming. So it's very, mic- it basically removes um, particles that are microscopic. Yeah. You know, and it's not going to blow anything back on the back end, right? Got where it. a shop vac would. Yeah, just so pulling you- it out. Right. So the HEPAVAC is really a crucial part of the remediation process. Right. So especially when you have a mold bloom like that, you really should do um, a HEPAVAC and a damp wipe minimally using a product that is an antifungal product after you've done the fogging or, yeah, that would basically be the sequence. Right. So that's pretty much what we did with that church. And when we started fogging, the um, it was 6,000 on the the raw count on the spores per it was 6,000 per cubic meter. Okay. So wow. that was just like off the charts. So the aspergillus penicillium was airborne, you know, so as soon as you go in there, you get a headache, joint aches, your ears, your, your eyes start watering and it's just a, it's not a good scene. Yeah. So then, um, that's what it was. And then as we were fogging, right. So right at the beginning, it was like, no, be, before we started fogging, it was 6,000. Once we pulled the trigger on the fogging, it went up to 900,000. Mm. So what happens when you attack mold is it basically goes into hyper-replication mode. Wow. It goes into defense mode. The species doesn't want to die off. So as soon as it feels like it's being attacked, it starts releasing spores. It's like a right. mold explosion. Right. So so from 6,000 to 900,000, and then an hour after doing the fogging, we got it um, to a point where I believe it was 4,000. Mm-hmm. We got, yeah, it was 4,000. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, yeah. man. And then we yeah. took it all the way to a done and we got it to under And John 500. had your website pulled up too, man. You got some real good resources on the website, moldsolutionsusa.com. Uh, he had the website pulled up just a moment ago and it talked about, you know, just the, the different services that you offer, the consults, you know, you got a request for service right there, uh, mold health systems, can mold make me sick? Uh, yeah. You know, talk about just a little bit of the, uh, you know, if, if people do want to engage with you, what what, what does that process look like the abcs of that absolutely i mean we love being in communication that's you know we love talking to our clients offering advice we're here my my purpose is bigger than my my business you know i I want to be able to help yeah uh and just make a difference in the actual industry itself so we're always available for you know a consultation over the phone if people need advice they want to talk so they can hit they can talk to us through instagram you know mold solutions usa uh the website facebook you know they can call us uh, seven two seven two seven six four seven eight seven, um, but we're we're here and we're available to serve. You know mm-hmm. that's what we're here to do is to serve and yeah. to make a difference. Yeah. So you know, and that's why you know I've continued my education. I do about uh, four times the education that you're required to do per the state for the mm-hmm. licensing. You know, I just did one of the first classes on remediation for the sensitized individual, which is just taking it to a whole other level with people that are mold toxic, mold yeah. sensitive. Yeah, you know, it's huge, man. I think that the health side of, of this is, you know, it's like because it's one of those unseen, right? We don't we don't actually see. Well, sometimes you can't see the mold, mm-hmm. but but in some cases you can't, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's the unseen. It's the same thing in water. When we bring on our water expert, Fred DeFelice, Water Science USA, you don't really see the water. Sometimes you can smell it a little mm-hmm. bit. Hey, you know, it smells a something's little off. well. Yeah, yeah, something's off. But your business, is, it seems that way as well. It's in the air, and, and you know, air quality is such a big thing. And it's on so many different levels, right? You can get it under the crawl space, and about fifty yeah. percent. The air of the air you breathe is going to come from the crawl space underneath yeah. the home. You can have it in the ducts. These are not places that people are going to. They don't have a way to see it, you know, yeah. and it may be there. You know, you could have it behind walls. 
um, you can have it growing on surfaces and people don't even know what to look for. Like the yeah. guy I was talking about, he just didn't know the patterns and the way that the film looked, the colors. They think it's one thing and, yeah. and it's not. So, you know, we're here to basically help and assist to make sure that people have great air quality. Yeah. What else do you have if you don't have your health? I mean, it all comes down to your health, man. You know, so moldsolutionsusa.com. Brandon Faust and his team, they do a great job. Check out his Instagram, his wife, and uh, they did an awesome video on Instagram the other day where he jumps into the suit and, you know, the whole thing on TikTok, actually. Yeah. uh, That was. But uh, Brandon Faust, always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah. Likewise. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Moldsolutionsusa.com. Check them out online. Also, consumerqb.com. I want to thank Dr. Genevieve Dobson as well as Jared Parker uh, on the show today. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness do something kind for one another be a force for good in the community we'll see you next time right here on the consumer quarterback show consumerqb.com you've been listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play call brandon rhymes at 813-917-1894 that's 813-917-1894 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show